Tonight, join Ursula Carlson, Tony Martin, Lizzie Hu, Ed Cavalier and Sam Payne as we quiz them on the past week and ask, have you been paying attention? And now is your host, Tom Leisner. Your company for our weekly way back through events of the past seven days, and I am thrilled to welcome this contingent of contestants making her show debut. She describes herself online as a comedian and self confessed noodle and pie lover. Make welcome Lizzie Hu. Host of the multi award winning podcast Sizzletown, why it's Tony Martin. From surviving a morning of radio with Sam Pang, has she not suffered enough? The fabulous Ursula Carlson is with us. Children's book author and broadcaster, the ever-informed Ed Cavalier. And finally, making up the numbers while bringing down the standard, Mr. Sam Pang. particular. Welcome, Lizzie. Now, have I got this right? You were a graphic designer before turning to stand-up comedy. How did you make that transition? You have to put in your two weeks' notice. Oh. So I did that, and then I just quit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, and took... How long have you been doing comedy for, Lizzie? Oh, about five or six years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I did work two jobs for quite a long time. What type of graphic design? What's your, like, what's your areas? Oh, government. <laughs> wow. I can't wait for the TED talk to come out. Yeah. That's cool. Very exciting. Very cool. <laughs> now, can I ask you about this clip you posted on TikTok, Lizzie? I'm staying in my parents' house, and this is what happens when you drive into the garage. Chan watching, and he's got his tennis ball thing. And once you hit the tennis ball, stop. <laughs> What's that all about? You don't have one of them in your house? No, I don't have a garage. What, what's, what's the... What's you, the... Do, you do have one of those little chairs that helps you up the stairs, though. Tom's driver usually yeah. parks the car. Exactly. He doesn't get there. I'm a valet, of course. What's the, what's the tennis ball for? So the tennis ball is on a string, uh -huh. and once you... Once the screen hits the tennis ball, that's when you're meant to stop. Oh, it's okay. to stop Mum driving into the wall. OK, oh, well, that's... Every that's home needs one of those. Well, great to have you with us, Thank Lizzie. You. Now, Tony, good to see you again. And I think you popped up on Sean McAuliffe's Mad as Hell last week. Uh, yes, they needed someone to do a sort of Woody Allen uh, impression. <laughs> I don't know why they thought of me, well, but... Uh... I, th I think we've got a clip. So you say, on behalf of China, that Australia has nothing to fear from the uh, port facilities being built on these islands or, or the... Pl or the police force is being trained. Absolutely not. Are you crazy? <laughs> These guys are absolute sweethearts to work with. Just because they're police are there means nothing. A little training, that's all. all right, then they go. <laughs> played that character 30 years ago on The Late Show, and oh. I remember in those days I needed a sort of bald wig and a fake nose and a lot of makeup. and this time the guy just combed my hair and went... Like... <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of The Late Show, being a big wig, it's the 30th oh, anniversary. There it is. There we are. What's, um, what sort of reaction have you been getting, Tony? Well, people can't believe it's been this long, and in fact, tonight is uh, 30 years since the second episode went to air. So it was 30 years ago tonight, everyone was saying, yeah, it's lost something, I think. It's <laughs> not as good as it used to be. Lost its magic. 30 years, 30 years in one week. Yeah. We thought, like, last week would have been a good week to have Tony. <laughs> Do need to move on. Ursula, I see yes. from Instagram you've been enjoying the snowfields in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, yeah. As, yeah. <laughs> as you can see, I'm a regular 
here. Um, I, look, if you had told me a week ago that I'm going to go to Queenstown and have some balls in my face all week, <laughs> I would have said not possible. And? <laughs> not on my dream chart. And yet here I am, copping balls all week. Good to see. <laughs> are you... The kids loved it. Are you, um, are you a good skier? Man, I'm from Africa, no. OK. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we better get this show on the road. Hands on buzzers. Well, there's a new report out and it's... Shocking, sobering and confronting. Ooh, what's the report, Ursula? I got my sugar results back, Tom. It's, <laughs> it's, not... it's not medical. It's not looking good. It's, it's not medical. It's Sam. It's a state of the environment report. Yes, we're losing a few species. Interesting list from Barnaby Joyce. No more cheese. No more butter. No more yogurt, no more beef, no more steak, no more yeah, yeah, lamb, we, 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 no we more get the idea. Chop. What's Barnaby talking about, Tony? Uh, he's giving up everything except alcohol. Is <laughs> it's not his diet related, uh, Ursula? No, it's absolutely shocked to hear what vegans can't have. And that's <laughs> that is the vegan hit list. But no, what's he talking about? Here? Uh, that is going to be the effects of foot in mouth disease. Ooh. He, of course, suffers from penis in staff member disease. <laughs> I'll pay bits of that. Uh, Barnaby is, of course, talking about the potential impact of foot and mouth in Australia. Stop and laughing, Sam. It's not happening to, yet. I'm not used to Ed being this, you know, risky. No. He's got I, had, I had half a picnic bar and I'm on it. To some medical news now. The World Health Organisation has declared monkeypox. Declared monkeypox what? Ursula. Not as cool as COVID. Is a lot. They're neck and neck, but no, this has been a big development in the last uh, day or two. Uh, Sam. It's a global health uh, emergency. That's all I'm chasing. People are wondering about monkeypox. If you actually want to know what it looks what like. What does it look like? Right, you just had a close up of Ursula's shirt. <laughs> Conference. Well, there you go. <laughs> Thank you for that visual, Sam. Well, big announcement from President Biden last Thursday. Hey, folks, guess you heard this morning. I... Oh, this morning, I, Tony? Did he get that letter from the Queen? Yeah, no, but... <laughs> He's hanging out for that one. Lizzie. Am alive. Yes. <laughs> no, he, he tested positive for COVID. He did indeed. So for the next seven days, no more face-to-face -face meetings. No more beef. No, no more no, steak. No, just, just no more, just the meetings. Oh, Joe and Jill Biden welcomed a special guest to the White House. Who was it? Oh, from behind Tony. Harry Styles. Is it? Not a million miles No, no, we're going to not let that go. Tony, tell me uh, one of your favourite Harry Styles tracks. <laughs> I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts here. <laughs> Dennis no. remix is amazing. <laughs> well, well, it's not Harry. Anyone know who uh, the Bidens are greeting there, Sam? I think it's Melania. She escaped. Yes. She was... <laughs> It's uh, more international. Uh, Ed. Uh, I think it's Ukrainian first lady whose name I don't know, but Lizzie does. I don't know. It's just the Ukrainian first lady. Uh, but, but how would you, how would you leave that situation? How would she get out of that? What would she say? Oh, I've got to go. I've got to get back to the war. Yeah, no, <laughs> sort of left the, left the violence of, of Ukraine for awkwardly place a couple of buttons there. And I'll pay that the First Lady of Ukraine, Olena Zelenska. Americans were shocked this week to see outtakes from Donald Trump's what? I saw this. He had a, a speech and uh, he really struggled with some of the big words. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was a pre-record and they, they had to cut it up. 
They had look to... like an idiot. <laughs> just, uh, just a bit more with a speech related like, to... Like, like the answer? Is that well, what you want? That's not... <laughs> Let's, uh, Lizzie, what was uh, well, what was? It's a speech after the Capitol riots. Yes, yeah. trying to urge people to yeah. sort of uh, stop rioting. And when we say outtakes, I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack yesterday. Yesterday is a hard word for me. <laughs> Yet he managed heinous. So, meet Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss. What are they hoping to do, Lizzie? They're hoping to be Britain's version of Rhonda and Katut. Is... <laughs> <laughs> They're hoping to be Britain's version uh, of something, Tony. They're hoping uh, to make us forget about Boris Johnson. Is... <laughs> they, are related. Job. they are related to Boris, but what's their connection? What are they... They're That's... aiming for a job. He said it. Oh, for his job. In your defence, you're not used to, for Tony to get the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> What's the lowest score you've ever had, Tom? Zero. Don't afford it. Thank you. Is he on the board? Yes, Tony, you were quite correct. They're hoping to become the UK's new Prime Minister. Well, Vladimir Putin made a rare overseas trip this week. Where to? Ibiza. It would be. Just for a little bit of a relax. No. Tony. Wet and wild on the Gold Coast. Again? You're going a bit too far. Lizzie. No, he went to Iran. He did indeed, to meet with the leader of Iran and Turkey. Beautiful. To talk about, well, I think we can rule out human rights, but anyway. Prince Harry got personal last week. On my wall and in my heart every day is an image of my mother and... His mother and... His real dad. Is... <laughs> you've, sullied, you've sullied a beautiful moment there, Evelyn. Bad. Lizzie. It's uh, Nelson Mandela. That is the answer I was chasing. We've got to take a break back with more. Have you been... <laughs> Let's go, girls. This is a code red. Calling a mayday. I don't want it to be... A glimpse into the future. Meet George Jetson. Somewhere over the rainbow. Sounds like a Hollywood movie script. It's going to be beautiful. More typical of a cowboy movie. And this is a worry. I've got a little surprise. What's top of the list? I'm a mother. <laughs> no. Snap, 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 snap. Hasta la vista. I want to finish on this one. It's pretty much exactly two. we dive into questions. Ed, I see some big names on your radio show this week. Um, oh, what's going on there, oh, Dr. Dr. Oh. Chris Brown, hmm? the hottest man, well, anywhere. And there's, uh, there's Hughesy, of course, as, he, as himself. Um, <laughs> he came in and he told us, Tony, as a dog lover as well, he told us that he, Dr. Chris Brown, the Bondi vet, lost his dog at the dog no. park. Oh. No. Yes, and he said that he took him about half an hour to find it mm. and that when he found it, the weirdest thing, Lizzie, it was being held by 30 beautiful women waiting for him. <laughs> Can happen. All right, <laughs> hands on buzzers. Starting with some aviation drama. Qantas passenger jet has been forced to declare a Mayday emergency. Wow, what happened? Ed, I think it left on time. No, it was. <laughs> some scheduling. Tony. Someone still had their table down. And that, that's <laughs> very serious in flight. No, Sam. Is it Qantas? Yeah. They discovered that one of the flight attendants was oh, under the age of 70. That is so. <laughs> 
So sorry. I apologise for anyone on Qantas. Ursula. No, they, they forgot to fill the tank. They, yeah, they, no, they, they, they ran low on fuel yeah. heading into, I think, Perth and had to have the emergency. This is interesting. What is this a list of? A bunch of names there. Sam. It's a Qantas reference oh, again, no, I think. No, That's no. where my luggage went. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Before I picked it up in Melbourne. You're a world traveller. Come on, Lizzie. What this do you reckon, is Lizzie? Is you're the link you're a woman of the world. Well, these are places I'm banned from. Okay. <laughs> uh, there's a re there is a link here. Yeah. They, they, the most mispronounced place names. Indeed. I will give ten points to anyone who can pronounce uh, the second last one in Hungary correctly. Budapest. Sam. Budapest. Bugger. Oh. <laughs> Because he's so drunk right now, he's going to slurp all of the words. I have to. Play that. All right, moving on. This wedding in Hawaii has gone viral. What happens next, Lizzie? I think Kelly Slater shoots through with a tray of drinks. Well, you're, you're very close there, but I need the actual answer, Sam. Well, I reckon the wave hits the wedding. No, take a look. I now pronounce you lost at sea. <laughs> oh, I believe we have some special video quiz master standing by. Hi, Tom. Hi, everyone. It's Anne Lloyd and Gwen here in the UK. For the first time in history, Britain declared a code red emergency, but for what? Ooh. What was Britain's code red emergency for, Ursula? I don't know, but Gwen is not happy to be with those well, two. <laughs> you can tell she looks like it's a cry for help. No, no, no. no. Having a lovely time in the UK. Tony, what was the code red emergency for? Uh, there are no more episodes of Mrs Brown's Boys. <laughs> <laughs> that is very troublesome. Sam? Code red um, uh, Prince Andrew was spotted near a high school. It was <laughs> royal related. It was a no, it was temperature related. They got a bit hot. Oh, let's see if you're right. The answer is it was for the heat. Yes, 40 degrees. They went, they lost their minds. It wasn't even that hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I believe we have a follow up question from baby Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, come get me. <laughs> I've tried to escape four times. I'm sure she's very happy there. It was not a cry for help, but she's, thank you. She's still <laughs> easier to understand than Lloyd, oh, by the oh. way. <laughs> Sorry, Anne and Lloyd. All right, time to roll out the red carpet. And tonight's showbiz segment is proudly brought to you by Steel Blue Boots. Great to have them back. And Steel Blue will be donating $10 from every pair sold to Beyond Blue, helping Australians affected by anxiety, depression or suicide. Great to have Steel Blue back with us. All right, hands on buzzers. Robert Irwin popped up on Sunrise on Thursday. Huge honour to be showcasing Australia Zoo today. But before we get into the weather, I've got a little surprise for you guys. Ooh, what was Robert's surprise? Ursula. Well, I do this with the kids all the time too. Oh. You pretend you go in your pocket and you go, I've got a surprise. Yeah. And then oh. you give him a... <laughs> Sadly, not the answer on the card. What was Robert's surprise? He reaches into his pocket. Could be a misdirect, Lizzie. Oh, he's got a tranquilizer for Koshi. Is... <laughs> it was a bit of fun. It was a bird. He got a little, little treat out and the bird came in. Let's, uh, let's take a look. A little special guest. Come on, mate. Here we go. Oh, good oh, boy. This is keto. There it was, keto. avian flu. Excellent. <laughs> to be fair, the bird was correct. The bird is... No, I'm just... <laughs> Actually, 
Ursula, you do make a good point, but you can't have any. I'm sorry, Ursula. Elton John has excited fans by announcing his first ever show where? Tony. Witches and Britches. Is... <laughs> it's a restaurant, in case you... Yeah, no, it's not a theatre restaurant. It's uh, Lizzie. It's in Newcastle. It is. Yes. Apparently Biggest thing since Bootman. Well, yeah, <laughs> would be huge. Oh, a big moment on Beauty and the Geek. I was in absolute shock. I did not see that coming. Wow, what had the beauties just seen, Ursula? Well, they do those transformation shows and one of the beauties had finished high school and walked out with a diploma. That... <laughs> no. Lizzie. Uh, pubic hair on a female. Is... <laughs> <laughs> you don't see that enough on primetime TV, Lizzie. Oh, sorry, sorry, let's just stop there. <laughs> let's just all make sure that we heard Tom say, you don't see that enough on... <laughs> Just all make sure we heard that before we move on. We'll move off, Tom, after a week off, you're supposed to come back fresher. Oh, please. <laughs> I'm relaxed. But what had the beauties just like seen? Tony, it was makeovers week, and they're nerds, but they're so hot. Yes. <laughs> the oh oh, they wow. saw the geeks after yeah. a makeover. We could we could show you, but we lost interest. <laughs> oh, the ABC is auditioning for a new dating show with a twist. What's the twist? Tony. It's called the Pensionerette. <laughs> <laughs> you are quite very close there, Ed. It's, oh. for, uh, it's for over seventies. Beauty and the Geezer. It's. Uh... <laughs> It's a, it's a dating show for people over 70. Yeah. It's called oh. it's called Dating. Uh -oh. Yes, Sam. Is that why you were away last no. week? <laughs> well, yeah. I can say that I, I, I sent in a, a, a tape, an audition tape, and I I've got a call back. Look oh, at this. Right. <laughs> it's just it's Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, change of clothes and uh, Metamucil. Let's go. Oh, okay. can... <laughs> All right, we've got to take a break. Back with our special guest. ready to join us. But first, let's cross a few state borders as we go... In the Northern Territory. Around Port Pirine. Around the grounds to Mildura in Victoria. And what caused this unusual sight? Ed. So the gender reveal. It's... <laughs> more pedestrian than that. Ursula. No, it's Menopause Monday. OK. <laughs> Going places I never expected to go. Sam. Hydroponics are involved. Oh. Yes, it's a medicinal cannabis farm and it's hydroponic lights. Yes. Thank you, Sam. I believe we have a video quizmaster standing by. Hi, Tom. G'day, super attentive panel and Ed. <laughs> I'm Craig Farrell. Why did I apologise to car drivers in Canberra this week? Ooh, why did Craig apologise to car drivers? Tony. He had his indicator on for three days. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with being safe. Ed. I saw Mr Craig. He had a hot air balloon and yeah. he just landed in the traffic. Let's see if you're right. I made a precautionary landing in my hot air balloon. That's a reenactor. Yes, Lizzie. I just don't think he should be advertising that it's him. No. <laughs> True. It's not going to help the business, is it? Yeah, you can have the points. Oh, Gold Coast's movie world is basing their new ride on what classic movie? Tony. It's Deliverance. Is... <laughs> I reckon 
there would be a deliverance, uh, a deliverance ride. No, I, I'm happy that one of Tony's decades-old references got some love. That was... We're going... There. Another first. A real deliverance crowd. It's um, it's Wizard of Oz, Tommy. It is indeed. Wizard of Oz, buddy. Oh, I believe we have a video quizmaster standing by. Hi, Tom. Hi, guys. My name's Kiralee and this is Gunner. We've made the news this week for what? What did Kiralee and Gunner win this week, Lizzie? Oh, world's happiest couple. They are. <laughs> they're, they're genuinely happy, they're but what lovely. did they do, Tony? It's incredible footage. They won the uh, mixed doubles at Wimbledon. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, Ursula. No, they won the biggest camel toe. <laughs> We're not, not getting any closer. Help, help me out, Sam. They won a race. They won a camel race. Oh, let's see Big if you're right. Race. We won the Boya Cup, Australia's richest camel race. Sam, I will pay that. All right, time to meet our first special guest, Quizmaster. She's about to make her professional stage debut in the Tony Award-winning musical Hairspray. Say hello to Carmel Rodriguez. <laughs> And congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, there's a bit of a tradition that the person who plays Tracy Turnblad is a bit of a newcomer. Yes. How much of a newcomer are you? Uh, well, in the music theatre industry, mm. I think I'm very new, mm. but I have been on TV before. Where was that? The Voice oh. in 2016. Did you win? No, but I got to meet Jesse J. Wow. And we Equally had a makeup bad. session. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wow. And and so with Hairspray, did you have to audition? Yes. Yeah, so I actually came from the open call mm -hmm. that sparked from Channel 10 posting out. Shane Jacobson said they're looking for a Tracy and I, my aunt sent me a link mm -hmm. and that's how I auditioned. Wow. We've got some footage of you finding out you got the role. Oh, gosh. What would you say if I told you that we want you to be our Tracy Turnblad for the Australian production of Hairspray? I would, I would say, is this a prank? <laughs> it's a fair response. It wasn't a prank. Well, it was April Fool's Day in America, oh, wow. so I didn't know if it was. But it was for real. It was for real. Wow. So, you, so have you done any musicals before? I did one musical when I was in high school, and um, it was Hairspray. Oh, well, that helps. Wow. <laughs> and let me guess, you played Tracy Turnblad? I did, yes. Oh, wow. Again. They're saying the whole thing was rigged. No. <laughs> no, no, no. And it's a bit of a stellar cast. You've got uh, Todd McKinney and yes. Shane Jones. Who's yes. your favourite in the cast? I, I can't... I don't... I mean, Rhonda, Rhonda, probably, because she got me into the business class lounge the other day. <laughs> and, Carmel, it looks like your yes. entire family are a little bit showbiz. Talk us through... Um, oh, wow. <laughs> please, Fred, what, which one are you? I am the one on the far left. OK, and what's the there. occasion? Well, my parents are actually renewing their vows, mm. and we all dressed up as Elvis. They've made us dress up as Elvis <laughs> through the, uh, you know, the the Pyramid Hotel, yeah. and we all got wolf whistled and everything. Wow. Um, but the thing is, not everyone in my family is showbiz. My dad actually works for the Australian Space Agency. Okay, oh, that's yes. pretty obvious, I think. Come yeah. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's actually a little upset that all of us are in the arts and we all didn't become engineers. Didn't go, didn't go to science yes. option. And, and apart from Hairspray, do you have a favourite musical? Yes, absolutely. Um, I've always wanted to play Meg in Phantom of the Opera. Mm. That's one of my favourite ones. I absolutely fell in love with it. Tony, what's your favourite musical? <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, the one they do at Witches and Britches? <laughs> it's the best musical with a meal that you can get. <laughs> 
All right, Carmel has kindly agreed to ask some questions, so grab those cards. Let's so do excited. it. Okay. What famous reality series has just debuted as a musical? It. Embarrassing Bodies. <laughs> <laughs> great, great second act. Uh, Tony. RBT. Uh, would be... <laughs> Every breath you take. Uh, with oh, wow. so much drama. No, no, it's, it's uh, Lizzie. It's The Great British Bake Off. It is, yes. Wow. Oh. Point's yours, Lizzie. Come on. All right. Brad Pitt raised eyebrows by wearing what to the premiere of his latest film in Berlin? Pitt. I think it was an Angelina Jolie skin suit. Is <laughs> way too dark for us. Oh. Ursula. Is it lingerie and some stilettos? Yeah. I wish. You're getting closer? <laughs> Lizzie. It was a skirt, so he yeah. could feel the breeze. <laughs> yes. It's a bit of a trend. I mean, Tony, you referenced Harry Styles before. He was uh, one of the early adopters of this. Uh... Everyone's freeballing, Tom. You are. Thank you. <laughs> People are excited. This is fantastic. The foxy ladies are back. What's that all about? It's referring to Ursula. Got a pole installed in the green room. You guys will see after. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, what's you referring to? It's uh, the Kath and Kim uh, reunion, and I have to say my character is available. I haven't been called, but I have a false beard, and uh, I've taken no violin lessons since the original series. <laughs> wow. so, yeah. so, Tony, did you have to pash Magda at one point? Yes, well, I uh, gave her pash rash. Okay. <laughs> that was, uh, it was That's in the iconic. script. <laughs> it's in the streets. It's, um, so, 20th anniversary, big milestone. Speaking of which, do you know what next week is for us? What's that? Sam. It's the anniversary of The Late Show, 30 years and two weeks. No. <laughs> no. No. no, this. This show. What is it? Ursula. 250th episode. 250th episode. Oh, wow. I mean, obviously, it's a great achievement. When do we start getting paid? That's what we're... <laughs> All right, now, come on. Uh, Steven Spielberg has just directed his first what? Ursula. Episode of Neighbours. Would be <laughs> what a badge of honour. No, it's on TV. Lizzie. It's a porno. Schindler's tits. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie, please. Very, very impressionable ears here. Please, let's see. Oh, I'm sorry. Sam. It's a music video by the lead singer of the... Um... Here we go. Oh. It's Mumford and Sons, but the lead singer, he left, and it's just him. You know, Mu Brian I don't know if it's Mumford, Mumford or Son. Mumford. <laughs> Mumford. Mr. Mumford. Carmel. <laughs> Carmel, help us out. Yes, yes, yes. It's a music video, Marcus Mumford's yes. Cannibal. Yeah. Mm, point to your yeah. Sam. We need to take a break. Hairspray opens yeah. August 7 at the Regent Theatre in Melbourne before heading to Sydney and Adelaide. Would you please thank Carmel Rodriguez? <laughs> under the spotlight. This week is, of course, finale week on Neighbours. After 37 years, the much-loved series comes to an end, which prompted this. Oh, yes. yes, it's uh, Neighbourshood Watch. <laughs> now, the rules are simple. We'll show you each a... <laughs> This, this is, is good. Yes, yeah, we had 37 years to pick it up. We'll show you each a memorable moment oh. from Ramsey Street. You answer a question. Uh, Ursula, let's yeah. begin with you. Oh. <laughs> Ursula, we're at a wedding. Dr Carl and his beautiful bride Susan are getting married on the River Thames. I love you, Carl. Carl, do you take Susan to be your wife? I do. 
Do you take Carl to be your husband? I do. That I pronounce you husband and wife. <laughs> Doing here. Oh. <laughs> Ursula, what happens next? Oh, it was tense, Tom. She then looks down, she goes, I gluten for lunch. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I'm so puffed up. Ch and then the new bride sidekicks her off the boat. The interest, I wish. Out of interest, are you familiar with neighbours? Hell no, I've got hopes and dreams, Tom. Okay, so... <laughs> well, okay, it wasn't. Wasn't actually gluten intolerance related. Let's see. Was that was that a baby inside her? She had a baby and her waters broke and it looks like a, a baby came early. Urs, yes. Stop there. Let's find out from Izzy herself, Nat Bass. Izzy goes into labour and Dr. Carl unknowingly delivers his own child. The water's just broke. <laughs> Ursula has the points, ladies and gentlemen. Ed, we're heading back to the classic series finale of 2004. The residents of Ramsey Street are enjoying a few drinks at Lassiter's. Oh, <laughs> thank you for letting me know. Yeah, bye. Oh, is there bad news? Darcy's coma has deepened. Seems a small stroke has finished off what brain function he had left. Is it just me or is there something burning? Ed, what was burning? The acting coach had set himself on fire. <laughs> no, it now, was can we not have a, Can we please not laugh when Darcy's coma has deepened? <laughs> Darcy was a misdirector. All at last was something. I think I remember that. I think it started in the kitchen and it was one of the few. Every time they wanted to change it, Tony and I actually had this discussion once because we were trying to get on. We, yes. uh, we pitched ourselves as two property developers that got in cahoots with Paul yeah. and we're going to buy Lassiter's as a couple of dodgy blokes and put up a hotel. We pitched it to the producer at the Logies and he, he looked at me and he said, we get pitched that every year. It's shit. Okay. Right? <laughs> so, so, point, but I think I remember this. I think it starts in the kitchen mm -hmm. and then it burns down. Oh, let's, uh, let's find out. Come on. Suspect was Stefan Dennis's character Paul. Not sure what tipped the authorities off. <laughs> That'd do it. That'd do it. What a show. Alright, Lizzie, are you a neighbours girl? Back in the day. Yes. Okay, back in the Well, this is really back in the day, 2003, and newlyweds Dee and Toadie are heading off on their honeymoon in a Commodore. Believe it. The mold eyes. Whatever your heart desires. You have the most beautiful smile. I love you. Kiss me, wife. Lizzie, what happens next? I'm not sure. I can't really remember this episode. Lizzie, but it's a car and it's neighbours. It's I don't, always I don't the same. know what's going to happen. Maybe a kid pops up from the back and says, are we there yet? Come on, you know you're so every No, time. I think... Come on. I think what's going to happen is that they crash and I think Toadie goes into a coma. Wow. Let's, uh, let's ask Toadie if you're correct. Toadie accidentally drives off a cliff.
That's the yeah. points. Well done. Yeah. All right. Tony. Okay. This was one of the most watched episodes ever. The night Scott and Charlene walked down the aisle. Would you all please be upstanding? Tony, what song was featured in that iconic scene? I know you're expecting me to say shoop shoop diddy wop kama kama wang dang. <laughs> but what sort of Australian slash New Zealander would I be if I didn't know the answer? Suddenly you're seeing me just the way I am. Stop right there. Let's find out if that... you're correct. And I think you might be from a member of the bridal party, Annie Jones. The song was Suddenly by Angry Anderson. And he sung the answer correctly, ladies and gentlemen. Who doesn't know that one? Good skills. Tony, beautifully. What a song. Beautifully done. All right, let's bring this thing home. Sam. Can I ask him quickly? Pang, were you ever asked, of oh, the 37 years of Neighbours, you're, you're a big name, were you ever asked to be in, on Ramsey Street? I think Lizzie will back me up. Not, not too many Asian characters. OK. <laughs> Come on, guys. It was a different time. It was a different time. Unless someone, you know, robbed a or something. All right. Sam, let's bring this thing home. It was a dark and stormy night when Susan and Lou sought shelter in the Erinsborough coffee shop. It's getting worse. We're safe enough here. Do you think we should tape the windows? I don't see the point, really. Look. Enjoy the feast. This keeps up. We're going to have to spend the night. Do you realise how many women would kill to be in your position? <laughs> I suppose there's worse people to be stuck with. What was that? Hmm. Maybe you're right about those windows. You OK? Yeah, I'm fine. Sam, what happens next? <laughs> Can I just turn to Urshel and just say, do you know how many women would kill to be in your position? <laughs> Sam, um, Lou has walked over to the Lou window. Carpenter, isn't it? Oh, yeah. There's a storm. What's he he utters the fateful words, I'm fine. What happens next? What's he doing alone with uh, Susan? Susan. Because Susan's with Dr. Carl. But then again, I saw the earlier clip where Dr. Carl's have the fathering, fathering a kid from a Madeline West. I'll do you a Venn no. diagram later, yeah. but for now... <laughs> Can I, I just want this, because I may not be able to go back and binge watch the whole 37 no. years. Did, did Dr. Carl have a baby with... Nat Bass, yeah, Nat with Bass. Izzy. Sorry, yeah, did, yeah, I, yeah. What, did I say Nat Bass? Yeah, you said Madeline, Madeline West, West the first time, but it was, yeah, it was yeah, Nat Bass. It's all in my book. <laughs> did, she, did, he, did he have a... Has he father a child with Nat Bass? Yes. Sam, oh, my God. Sam, <laughs> I need an answer, not a TED Talk. Just... What happens next? Mm. Can I ask one more question? <laughs> are Susan and, and uh, Lou, Lou. together... Are they no, together in the... No, they're just making no. sandwiches. Very platonic. What happens next? I don't think it's platonic. I think... <laughs> Please. She's waiting and she's heard that. She's seen that. Let's... Let's ask Susan. Lou is crushed by a beam. He's crushed by a beam? Yeah. <laughs> well, that was my next guess. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of... Yes, indeed. <laughs> Neighbours could watch.
We've got to take a break. Up next, we're joined by an international guest quiz master. Welcome back, you're watching Have You Been Paying Attention? And I think it's time to pull on the active wear. As always, tonight's sports segment is brought to you by the Mitsubishi Triton. Chrissy, Sam and Brownie. Morning, Christine. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can frighten a Triton. To help us out with sport, we're joined by a member of the SBS Tour de France commentary team all the way from France. Say hello to Dr Bridie O'Donnell. <laughs> Bridie, where exactly are you right now? Paris, we got in late Saturday night, uh, so we've been here for about 36 hours. You, can you see the Eiffel Tower? I can, if I put my head on the side around the corner. Wow. <laughs> now, it's been another amazing tour. What were uh, some of your highlights? For me, um, commentating on the ground, I've done that for the last two years, but from lockdown in Melbourne and Sydney, so to be on site has been incredible. But the two stage victories by Aussies, stage five by Simon Clark and stage 14 by Michael Matthews, they were absolutely monumental wins by those two riders, so that made us very excited in the commentary box. Tom, would you agree with Bridie that they, are they the highlights of the tour for you? Absolutely. Can I ask, Bridie, is uh, Tony Martin taking part this year? <laughs> Uh, he's retired to become a policeman, Tony, as you would know. You... <laughs> Finally, a Tony Martin was a real What's job. A... <laughs> he's a policeman? Now, the men's race is over, but the marathon continues for you with a whole new event, the Tour de France Femme. Yeah, the women's race for the first time ever. There'll be eight stages of a women's race um, started on Sunday. Um, it starts sort of with some flat stages and then becomes mountainous by the end and they go up the Super Planche de Belfi, which is that awful mountain that the blokes rode up a couple of weeks ago. So it's going to be spectacular and the world gets to see the best women riders in the world. So it's very exciting. Absolutely. You'll be calling every stage. Now, just as a digression, is it true you caught up with Sam Pang at the Logies? It is, it is. I asked Sam for a photo. He said, please, no photos. Um, but <laughs> just continued to pursue him. Do you remember this, Sam? Absolutely. <laughs> it, was, um, it, was, it, was, it was wonderful to meet Bridie on the night. And um, I was going to mention that we, that we met at the Logies because it was a uh -huh. big thrill. And then mm -hmm. I, I'm sure Bridie must have taken off, off to, to cover the tour uh, quickly after. As another digression, if you don't mind... You're away this week, Bridie. Do you know that you're missing the uh, final week of Neighbours? <laughs> <laughs> I was worried a beam might fall on me, right. so I did decide to... Don't go near the window, Bridie. That's the thing. All right, Bridie has kindly agreed to ask some questions. So, if you've got the cards there, Bridie, hands on buzzers. Um, so, let's start with the Tour de France. There was a very really dramatic moment in stage 18. 32 zou er dan nu bij in zitten, voorin. What happens next? Tony. Uh, that motorbike rider was pulled over for cheating. No, that cyclist goes into that cafe with his little cycling shoes and he clip it clops up to the counter and <laughs> orders an almond latte and then goes and sits with all his other mates with the tights on in front of the window. Be very disrespectful to the tour here. Ed. Oh, I did see this. Uh, a car hits a r the rider. A car hits the rider. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, no, Ursula. No, the motorbike swerves oh, the and motorbike. the rider hits the car. That's it, there you go. No. <laughs> the, the bicycle swerves 
uh, motorcycle hits it, beam comes down. <laughs> I think, I think um, Bridie Ursula might have had it closest. She did. So the New Zealand rider, Jack Bauer, he got cut off by a motorcycle. He said he chose the softest option, which was to land on the car. Yeah. Let's take a look. Oh. I think Ursula can have the points. Uh, Bridie. So the Tour de France Femme began yesterday. So where did it officially start? Lizzie. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say France. No, no I think we need a little more specificity. Tony. Uh, it started at a bike shop because they all had to get uh, baskets put on the front of there. <laughs> Name the most iconic part of Paris, Sam. You gave it away in your original uh, chat with Bridie. Ah. It's the Eiffel Tower. Oh, my goodness. Well done. Sam. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. What did you guys talk about at the Logies? What, would, what did you two bond over? Uh, we, we talked about Recklink and the, the Recklink Community Cup and what an amazing footballer Sam was. Ah, of course. <laughs> Yeah, so you were drunk too. <laughs> <laughs> that is his opener to every woman. Yeah. <laughs> I've got footage if you want it. Here we need to move on. Next question, please, Bridie. So there's an intriguing image from during the week. Uh, what do you think we're looking at here? Ursula. A uh, dude trying to stuff something that's about 70 kilos by the looks of it in the overhead. And it oh, it is an overhead thing, oh. Ursula, but it's not just a dude, it's it. That's the Australian golfer, Cameron Smith, who's just won the British Open, and that box is where he keeps his caddy. Is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's enough in that answer, Bridie, to pay? I'd give Ed half marks. Ooh, five uh, but he's stowing the trophy of his British Open the win. British Open, five. the claret jug, but five points to Ed. Bridie. Absolutely. And finally, uh, Sam Kerr has made history again this week. What's she done? Big week for Sam. Sam. She managed to listen to an entire episode of Tony's podcast, oh. Sizzletown. <laughs> and she made it the whole way through. It is very unkind and inaccurate. Uh, big week for Sam Kerr. Um, no, she was on the magazine cover, that FIFA magazine. Oh, Ed's not happy. No, Ed. sorry, it's the video game, the oh. FIFA video game. Will you pay that, Bridie? I'll pay that. She was the first female athlete to be featured on the cover of the FIFA video game. We have to take a break. You can catch Bridie covering the Tour de France Femme every night live and free on SBS. Would you please thank Bridie O'Donnell? <laughs> We're back heading into the final round with a little bit of rapid recall. Start that clock. Tough week for Hong Kong panda Anne Anne. What's that? Ursula. She walked into a door and got a black eye and no-one could tell. <laughs> and you wouldn't, would you? Uh, Sam. No, she passed away, Tom. She did it. Yeah, I think a beam fell on her. <laughs> Don't know the uh, story, but uh, age 35. Children under five have just been approved to get what? Ed. Vapes. Is. <laughs> it's uh, Tony. Toilet break at the iPhone factory. Is. <laughs> think more locally. Um, uh, it's the uh, COVID <laughs> vaccine slash nanobot injection. Thank you. You can have the points. All new government MPs will need to do a one-hour course on what? Lizzie. It's a course on how to tell the Asian MPs apart. That's... <laughs> no. Ed, upshorting? No, it's a... It's a, it's a it's very necessary... Anti-bullying thing? Yes, anti-bullying and harassment training. Thanks, Ursula. The NBL is set to make history as the first Australian sport to do what? Busy. 
admit it's not doing well. Yeah, well, <laughs> the league does does struggle a little bit, but they're actually going to they're going to. Oh, it's going to be huge. Having a game on Christmas Day. Because otherwise, what is there to watch on Christmas Day? Uh, the birth of our Lord. Thank you, Thomas. Sorry. <laughs> Why has this picture been in the news? Ursula. Well, that's from a Ukrainian uh, soldier who what? said uh, his phone stopped a bullet. Yes. What stuff where up that is? That. Uh, <laughs> but he actually um, shot at it himself. No, no. It's it's sure. taking too long for a podcast to download. <laughs> Big week for Prince George. What did he celebrate? Ed. I think Meghan Markle blocked him on Insta. No, that's... <laughs> It's a yeah, annual event, Ursula. No, it's his birthday, his ninth birthday. Yes, almost old enough to join Hitler Youth. That's great. <laughs> the Albanese government has just ordered a review into what public institution? <laughs> I didn't hear the question. We missed the start of the question. People, people were applauding the mention of Hitler. <laughs> The Albanese government has just ordered a review into what public institution? Uh, Sam. Reserve Bank. Thank you. Former Trump advisor Steve Bannon has been found guilty of what? Tony. Starting monkeypox. Yes. <laughs> There's patient zero right there. No, in fact, he's been charged with a crime. It's called contempt, contempt. of Sam. Contempt oh. of... I've given you every word. No. Oh. <laughs> Tony. Contempt of democracy. Okay, I will give myself the points. Oh, really? Contempt of court. Done it. No. Oh. <laughs> the Senate. Oh. Don't, don't dance after a It's contempt of the Congress and you don't ah. get the point. Yesterday, Pope Francis. Oh, we're out of time. Let's check out final leaderboard and tonight's winner is Ed Cavalier. <laughs> We'll leave you with a reminder that you need to pay attention when doing a live news cross. What are your favourite places to go in Tigard? Look at this guy. He's I'm, just, like, chilling here. I'm, I'm soaking up Tigard. I'm going to do it in your Join us next week for our 250th show. It's time to celebrate as Amanda, Aaron and Kitty join Ed and Sam for the 250th episode.